welcome back to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I am Thackeray Binks. Thackeray Binks, isn't it? Okay, my whole life, maybe not my whole life, my childhood life, I thought it was Zachary. I feel like a lot of people thought it was Zachary. Until we saw the like captions or the credits. No, because His name is Thackeray. You see his tombstone. I guess I just like never. He takes you to his tombstone. I guess it just never registered to me like when I was younger. I always thought it was Zachary. And then when I got older, I realized it was Thackeray. It's like the Jesse Chessy from The Parent Trap. That's for a different episode. But Jessie, if Chessie. you know, you know. Yeah. Everybody. Her name's Chessy, not yeah, Jesse. Her name is Chessy. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? That's anyway, dumb. That's a, that's a conversation for another episode. But. If you have not guessed already, this week we are talking about one of my favorite Halloween movies and also one of my favorite movies of all time, Hocus Pocus, and I'm so excited to chat about it. Um, if y'all uh, don't know already, the entire month of October we've been doing Halloween-themed episodes. So Dalton got to pick two episodes and I got to pick two, so... Well, sort of. Yeah. What do you mean? Because our episode next week... I didn't necessarily pick. You kind of picked. I guess that's true. Due to just your interest in something well, else. Well, I didn't really pick it. I just showed interest yes, in it. Yes, yes. And we both kind of decided that it would be good. Anywho, this <laughs> movie, Hocus Pocus. Did you say Hocus Pocus already? I did, yes. Okay. Yes. Hocus Pocus, it came out, when did this, 93? 1993. 1993. Mm-hmm. Directed by none other than Kenny Ortega. And if you don't know who Kenny Ortega is, he directed the... You gotta get your head in the game. Amazing. I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, he directed the infamous High School Musical movie franchise. He also directed Descendants, for those of you in the newer generation. I love Descendants. Um, but yes. Uh, Did he do Spy Kids as well? No, that was or Robert that Rodriguez. Rod- Rod- Rodriguez, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yes. So, but Kenny Ortega did a bunch of stuff, and I'm pretty sure, I feel like he directed a bunch of episodes of TV as well, because I, I think he did several episodes of Gilmore Girls he directed, okay. and stuff like that, but yeah, most notably for High School Musical, um, also directed Hocus Pocus. Um, so, I, we've been Kenny Ortega fans for a long time. Yes. Um, uh, I, I remember watching this movie a lot growing up. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, we watched this a lot. I mean, it came on every year, you know. Yeah. Um, and now it's on all the time. time. Yeah. And I definitely remember watching this at least once a year, probably mm-hmm. more than that. I mean, it's good. It's a good, like, Halloween family film. Although, I do have several notes about our latest rewatching of this movie in that um, even though this is a family film, even though this is a Disney film, there's a fair oh, bit a of innuendo. Of innuendo in this. And like just dark themes in general that um, usually Disney movies kind of try to stay away from. So I thought that was interesting. But yes, mostly a good family film. I also watch it every single Halloween and have since I was younger. Um, but recently in the last couple of years, I've watched it like multiple times in in a year and definitely multiple times during Halloween. So um, it is up there and one of my favorites. Um, the cast is incredible. If we can just talk about the cast for a little bit. Um, The three Sanderson sisters are played by, in my opinion, three like very iconic actresses. Um, We've got Sarah Jessica Parker playing Sarah. Um, She's the crazy one. (laughs) I Uh, guess they're all crazy, but she's the... 
I don't know. I I would say she's like overly flirtatious. Uh, yeah, the over-sexualized witch. Yes. Um, she plays Sarah. And then Kathy Najimi plays Mary Sanderson. And uh, we know Kathy from Sister Act. Uh, we know her from a bunch of other stuff. How did Sarah too. Jessica Parker weasel her way into naming her character Sarah? I have always thought that because Kathy Najimi plays Mary and then Bette Midler plays Winifred, but I Sarah wonder, just plays Sarah. I wonder if she pulled a Will Smith. Like he did in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, he 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 was talking to somebody, and I'm probably butchering this story, but essentially what it was was somebody told him that uh, if he if Will Smith wanted people to you know always remember his name, that he wouldn't make his first major character a different name because that's what people are gonna call him. And so he was like, well, then let's make the main character's name Will. So if ever they call me like, oh, you're you're Will from Fresh Prince. It's like, yes, because that is actually my name. Interesting. So I wonder if it was that kind of thing where she was like, you know what? This is one of my first big things. Yeah. Maybe I'll say like, oh, let me let this character be named Sarah. So maybe or or it was just a coincidence in the script. Could be. You know, yeah, in I the script, know. she was Sarah, and then she won the role. I don't know. But yeah, I have always wondered that, because the other two witches were named different, differently than their <laughs> their actual names. But yes, so um, Bette Midler is our uh, the, la- the final witch of the Sanderson sisters. She's kind of like the ringleader of all of them. Um, she plays Winifred Sanderson. Um, yeah, Bette Midler, to me, is... I mean... Again, considered a legend of like theater and film and all of that good stuff. But like she's kind of hit or miss for me in movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In this one, though, I think she's amazing. And I also have a note in here that we'll talk a little bit more about. But I feel like Bette Midler, correct me if I'm wrong, Bette Midler just feels like she's in her own movie. Separate from everybody else. Yeah, I can see that. Because she takes everything to like a 10. All yes. of her lines are yes. very over-dramatized. And everybody else is kind of just like playing their role, you know? So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, so those are our three main witches that the story follows. Um, and then the kids, other than Thora Birch, who plays Danny, the younger sister, um, I don't recognize the other two from anything else. Omri um, Katz. Is that Max? That's Max. Yeah, I, I fully uh, have no idea who that is. He uh, is probably most well-known for his role in Dallas, the TV show Dallas. Okay. Uh, in the 80s and 90s. Um, he was also in that TV show. It was like that scary TV show called Eerie, Indiana. Oh, I've never you, heard of this. You don't remember that? No, no. Oh, I distinctly remember the like opening credits of it is him riding a bicycle through the town and like all this weird stuff is happening. Huh. And then it ends on him like pulling up to the sign that says Erie, Indiana. He's like, weird yeah, things no. happen here. No. Uh, yeah, that was that was a short-lived series. I think there was only one one season of that, maybe two seasons of that. Um but yeah, that was going. That was kind of like Twilight Zone for kids, kind of. Huh. Okay. Um, and that's pretty. I mean, that's his big claim to fame. Um, I mean, he's great in this. He's great as the older brother Max. I think he does his character really well. And then Vanessa yeah. Shaw plays Allison. 
Um, she's very, very pretty. But I don't recognize her from anything else, I don't think. Well, what is Thora Birch? What else has she been in? Thora Birch, um, I, th- I think she was in 13 or Girl Interrupted or something. Hang on. Thora Birch. Because she... Um, one second. American Beauty. Oh, okay. Um, okay. She did Ghost World. Oh, uh, do you remember Monkey Trouble? That was like back in the day. It was like her and a monkey. <laughs> oh, I do not recall <laughs> that. Uh, she, she actually, she grew up to do a bunch of stuff, but um, I remember that she, when she got a little bit older after Hocus Pocus is when she did American Beauty. Okay. Um, Vanessa Shaw uh, was in The Hills Have Eyes. She was in Eyes Wide Shut, 310 to Yuma. Uh, huh. She's been in a few things, but again, none of these uh, child actors, I guess you would call them, um, were very prolific. None of them no. did a whole bunch of stuff, but mm-hmm. this was one of the uh, big things that they were known for. Yeah, totally. And then um, speaking of Thackeray Binks, um, he was actually, our first fun fact of the episode, played by two different people. Did you really? know this? Yeah. I did not notice this yep. at all, no. So uh, the human Thackeray Binks oh, and then the was, played, was played by Sean Murray. Okay. And then for whatever reason, they didn't necessarily like his speaking voice for the cat version yeah. of Thackeray Binks. They wanted the cat to sound older because it was 300 years old. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Um, and so Sean Murray played the human Thackeray. And then the cat, Binks, was played by Jason Marsden. Who played Max in a Goofy movie? Yeah, and also for fans of Boy Meets World, uh, was Eric's best friend in Boy Meets, in World. Boy Meets World. I can't remember what his name he is. Was also, uh, I think maybe his name is Jason in Boy Meets World. I think it is. He was also in Step by Step, wasn't he? Yes. Oh, I feel like yes. Maybe uh-huh. or was that somebody else? No, I feel like you're right. He was in another like teen show at that time. Yeah, because he was to... definitely in Boy Meets World. So James Marsden. No, James Marsden is someone different. This is Jason Marsden. Jason Marsden. Maybe they're brothers though, or cousins. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. You know, uh, the Hollywood. There's all kinds of mm-hmm. uh, tie-ins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you're right. I feel like it was step by step. That's probably what '90s. Yeah. Step by step was. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, dude. I didn't realize how much... Like, Jason Marsden has done a ton oh, yeah. of voice work. Oh, yeah. A ton of voice work. A lot of work for Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing Step by Step, so I may have been wrong on that. I thought he was in some sort of... Other, yeah, I thought there was like an, oh, wait, no, yep, he was, he was, step by step. Boom! I I thought I was right. I was like, I vaguely remember seeing him a lot in that. Yeah. All right, anyway. But yeah, so he also did a bunch of um, animated voice works. Yeah. Um, So he played the cat, Binks. But fun fact, Sean Murray grew up to be, um, I feel like he's like on Law and Order now. Oh, Or one of those. um, (laughs) How very prestigious. Yeah. uh, Sean Murray. He's in one of those. Oh, NCIS. My NCIS. bad. NCIS. Oh, I mean, See? that's one of those. That's what it looks like oh, now. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's Binks. That's human okay. Binks. Okay, wow. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Um, yeah, so that's our first fun fact. Binks was actually played by two different actors, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then the last cast member I want to shout out before we move on from the cast is a man by the name of Doug Jones. Oh, my gosh. He could 
lead us to a completely separate podcast. Because oh, absolutely. We are fans of actors that you don't even realize you've seen as much as you have. Right? What do you mean? He's one of those guys that plays all these weird characters and is always in prosthetics and stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so, so you're you saying never like you, you never know that it's him. That it's him. Yes. But correct. you've seen him in so many things. And there are several actors like that um, that have done work and you don't know what they look like, but you have seen them in every movie. And you just have no and idea. you just have no idea. Doug Jones, if I could pull up his his resume really quick, I mean... Well, he was he Abe is, Sapien in the Hellboy movies. Yes. He is known... That's what I was going to say. He's known for, like Dalton said, those... Um, fantasy type supernatural creatures where he's almost always in prosthetics. He's always in some sort of a weird creature costume. He was found in Pan's Labyrinth. I was going to say he does a lot of work with Guillermo del Toro, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water. Um, I think Hellboy was also Guillermo del Toro, right? Um, I feel like he did that as well. But no, he was... that was uh, Neil Marshall. Oh, okay. Um, Crimson Peak. He was in Crimson Peak. He did a lot of horror movies. He was in yeah. He Fantastic does a lot of Four. horror stuff. Like um, if it involves putting like prosthetics and making and covering yourself, he's involved with it. Like, yeah, he's just done so much, and he's so good physically too. Physically. He's so good at like contorting he's, his body to fit these different characters. He um, was uh, the Bye Bye Man. I think he was like the Slender Man in a Slender Man esque okay. movie. Yeah. Um. He he's very like lanky. Has long mm-hmm. limbs and he's skinny and like if you put him in you know different prosthetic and stuff, you can make him look very creepy. He's oh, very yeah. good with the physicality. Absolutely. So in this movie, in Hocus Pocus, he plays Billy, who is a basically a zombie. He is a a man that is brought back from the dead to originally help the witches, but turns out he has a bit of a vengeance against the witches, uh, rightfully so. Yeah, because, and it's something that you kind of hear them talking about, but they're off screen, you just hear them talking about it. Yeah, like the backstory. And so, she, Billy was with Winifred, Mm -hmm. and Winifred caught Billy and Sarah together, Mm -hmm. and so... What is cut his tongue out or sewed his mouth shut yes. and poisoned him or something like she that? She killed him and then sewed his mouth shut so that he couldn't tell, tell her the secrets. secrets. Yeah. Even in death. Um, yeah, so kind of a tough life for old Billy. Then he gets brought back to life and ends up uh, fighting for the good guys. Yeah. So uh, he's got a bit of a character arc here. But um, Doug Jones in this role is so cool to watch because... I mean, as a kid, you don't really notice the little details of all of this stuff. But as an adult, you're watching him like even in the background of scenes, just walk from one shot, like one side of the screen to another. And it's just so cool the way, you know, he takes so much time thinking about how do my knees work? How do my arms work? How do I walk having just been raised from the dead? Like, how am I supposed to walk? It's like watching um, Brendan Fraser in Encino Man or watching... Uh, like the the mummy in the original under wraps or something like that. It's <laughs> yes. like you know that kind that reference, of yes. uh, crazy kind of spastic, not really able to control exactly. Yeah, it's a, just a very physical. He's a very physical actor. I mean, it re- reminds me a lot of Andy Serkis in Lord of the Rings. All oh, those yeah. like behind the scenes things of watching him crouch for however long he did and like. Crawl, crawl around in rocks and yeah. streams on a mountain. People yeah. people that can do that, like like him and like Doug Jones, are just like 
on another level acting wise. And I feel like they don't get as much credit as like regular actors do. So but I'm sure shout out to Doug Jones. Paid for their work because oh, yeah. the people in that uh, type of uh, film, like they know who they are. Yeah. Like, yeah. If we want a good creepy character guy, we're going to call it Doug Jones. 100%. You know? 100%. He's awesome. Um, so moving on from the cast a little bit, I just have a couple of notes like as we were watching from last night, um, except not not moving so far away from the cast because I did forget about a quick cameo. Do you remember the very last celebrity cameo that we have not mentioned? Oh, are you talking about... Uh the devil yep yeah the devil the quote devil which is just basically a man you know giving candy to trick-or-treaters in costume that the witches perceive to be the actual devil for some reason i almost said george lucas <laughs> no like, not george no, lucas. absolutely not george that lucas. would have been crazy that would have been crazy um jerry marshall gary oh, marshall. gary marshall why did i say jerry because i said george, george? i don't know <laughs> y'all it's sunday afternoon we're a we little just, bit loopy <laughs> we just had a big old pot of chili that uh my mom made for lunch shout out and honestly we're pretty tired right now yeah we could have basically come home and had a nap but we had to record and we're very excited for hocus pocus so we're gonna power through but this might be a loopy one um anyways so, yes, Gary Marshall, forgive me, um, played the devil in this. Not only that, his wife in the movie is played by his real-life sister, Penny, Penny Marshall. Marshall, which is crazy to me. But the, And they're only in that one scene in the movie. They don't, they've never come back. It's just the one scene that yeah. they're in. So I think it's really funny that they did this together. Um, yeah, and really all this is, it serves as a distraction really to the witches it mm-hmm. distracts them long enough for the kids to do their thing what are they, what, are they, what, are, what is that called uh oh like in like literary terms yeah we we watched something the other day and that was the name of somebody and it was it's the oh, plot device that keeps it's not red herring it's um oh my gosh i know exactly what you're talking about you know exactly what i'm talking about and i can't think of the word anyway <laughs> we'll come back to it if i think of it um Anyways, so yeah, but no, you're exactly right. They're, they are a distraction so that the witches are contained for long enough for the kids to formulate a plan Yeah, is basically what they're there for. Um, and like we said, the witches think that this is like the actual devil and these witches, you know, worship him um, and come to find out he is just a normal man and he is, he gave them candy because they thought that. They were trick or treating, and they were like, "Why would why would Master give us candy?" And they're like, "He's not a master; he's just a regular man." Yeah. Um, so I thought that scene was really funny, um, yeah. and just what in general the this... the back and forth between Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall, like yes. the husband and wife, is hilarious. Yes, yes. What was what I was gonna say is just in general throughout this whole movie. Watching the witches interact with the modern with world, the modern world is like is... part of the like the funniest part of the whole movie is because they have been gone for three hundred years, and so like Winnie thinks the kitchen is a torture chamber, and like yes. they don't know what roads are, so they think it's a river until uh, they push Sarah out and they find river out yeah that, that's solid yes um, yeah tis firm as stone, um so they're them trying to figure out the contemporary world is part of like the humor of the yes. whole movie. Um, 
so yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, shout out real quick to the costumes. I know I talk about the costumes in every episode of anything, but they're amazing. Um, the costumes in this, I know we talked a little bit about the costumes last week in Halloween Town because there is a correlation. Yes. Um, Sarah and Mary's costumes from Hocus Pocus are on some witches in Halloween Town. And so there's a cool little connection between um, our last or two episodes ago, I guess, and this week's episode. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then uh, I also, I don't know, I can't remember if we were dating at this point. I think we were. When I made my Danny costume. Yes. We were dating? Yes, we were. Okay. I do remember your Danny costume. It was a few years ago for Disney. Halloween. Yeah. So my friends yeah. and I were going to go to um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party at Disney World. It's like a special Halloween party ticketed event kind of thing. Um and so I wanted to be Danny from Hocus Pocus. And she has a very specific kind of witch's costume. It's not just like a normal witch. It looks to be like, it looks like a handmade witch's costume. Like yes. something that a kid, like something that her and her mom probably they, put together. They found, she found all these different yeah. things. And one of those like, oh, mommy, I want to be a witch. And her mom was probably like, okay, let's figure it out. You know, and that's what I loved about it. That was the charm about it. And so I actually got... A shirt from I think like Michaels or one of those and cut it up mm-hmm. and put sunshines on it and drew faces and um, added lace to the front of it. Like I looked just like, in my opinion, it looked just like Danny's shirt that she wore. And so I added it with like a skirt and tights and my witch hat and my popcorn bucket or my um, candy bucket for Halloween. And it was very, very fun. So maybe if I think about it this week, I'll put it on the Instagram because I'm still very proud of that costume. It's probably one of the only Halloween costumes I ever like actually made instead of just Mm. like went out and bought or that my family made for me. Um, So, yeah, I love the costumes in this movie so much. So uh, I have a fun fact. Okay. Max Dennison was originally offered to Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Yeah. Oh, because he was doing like growing pains and stuff at this time. No, he he actually turned it down to appear in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Huh. Which is another good film. If you've never seen it, it's a good one. Johnny Depp and Leonardo DiCaprio. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's about good. it. It's good. Um, I honestly, I could see a young Leo DiCaprio in this role. I could. Because he was kind of like a 90s heartthrob of the time. I think he could play Max pretty well. Don't you? Uh, yeah, I mean... Very similar um, aesthetics. They yes. look kind of the same. They have the at same that kind era. of style. Yeah, totally. Um, so I think I said this at the beginning, but uh, we'll touch on it a little bit more now. For a Disney movie, for a family movie, dark themes. Dark themes. Very say, dark themes. They say virgin like a, a oh hundred times. <laughs> That's like a whole separate thing. The, whoever wrote this had to be obsessed with the idea of a virgin. On Halloween night, because yes. that was such a big plot point, and they said it all the time. And do you know who said it the most? Danny, Danny. the youngest yeah. person in the whole uh, movie, said "virgin." All the- she was telling everybody, well, "My brother's a virgin. The, the He's most, a virgin." The like- most inappropriate <laughs> of anybody was Danny, yeah. telling a teenager that she just met that her brother likes her yabos. Like, oh, that's what? right. Max loves your yabos. Yeah, that's bad. It's bad. Um, so there's that. And then other other than all the innuendo, just the um, idea of death in general in yes. a Disney movie is like 
way. Well, like I mean, they've you had see... Coco now, and well, no, you know, but I mean you see for the time. Of, for the time, yes, because I would say. you see, you literally see the three witches at the beginning hanging. Like they yes. have, you see the nooses. Yeah. So there's that, and then them basically almost getting burned alive later in the school, and uh, all of these like allusions to death. Um, I feel a lot like there are a lot of murder going yeah. on in this. Yeah. Or or you're just talk of murder. Just yeah. very just dark themes for a Disney movie. Um but I guess it watching it now as an adult, I realize that it's for everyone. It's not just for kids, it's not yeah. just for adults. I feel like it works for everybody. Cause it's not it's not inappropriate. You know what I mean? It's not like oh, our kids can't watch this kind of a thing. It's just like little, little moments that are like, all right, well, that was for the parents. That's <laughs> not for the kids. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. So this is all taking place, you know, around the time, well, the beginning, during the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. They, mm-hmm. they talk about that, and that's what the witches were. Um, and she didn't know this at the time, but... Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker in 2004, when she was doing a TV show called Who Do You Think You Are? Mm-hmm. Um, they were researching her family history and actually found out that her 10th great grandmother, so 10 greats grandmother, mm-hmm. was named Esther Elwell, who was arrested in Salem, Massachusetts in the late 1600s for committing sundry acts of witchcraft <gasps> and choking a neighbor to death. Esther's case never went to court, and she escaped with her life, and the accusation is the one that actually ended the Salem witch trials. What? Oh, my gosh. So, like, it was she was meant to play Sarah Sanderson. I guess so. <gasps> that is cool. That is so cool. Do you have... Oh. I, have, I mean, I got lots of fun you facts. You have fun facts? I, I'm the fun <laughs> fact king. You got to remember. I you feel do. Like, I feel like the past couple episodes, I haven't had as many, so I feel like I have to make up for it. With this no, one, I so. love it. I love it. And I love this movie, so all the fun facts I can get, please. In uh, 2008, Bette Midler did a interview for BBC uh, that said... And she said that this was one of her favorite movies that she's ever did. Oh, yay. I'm her, glad because her, it's one of my favorite movies too. Her other favorite film, according to her autobiography, um, was playing the voice of Georgette in Oliver and Company. Which oh, was another Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Bette Midler's a fan of Disney. Love it. Love it a lot. Um You know the dog that Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall had? In the scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is that their dog? It was actually Kathy and Jimmy's dog. What? Yep. That's awesome. Aw, I love that. So she was literally chasing after mom. Oh, I love at the it. End of that when she was when the dog was chasing. I'm him sure out the, the dog house. the dog itself was like, "Why is she running from me? <laughs> yep. Where is she going?" That's actually really cute. I love that a lot. Um, we, there are two characters in this movie that we have not talked about at all. Um, and I wish I had pulled their names up. I'm sure that I can in two seconds. Um, but can we talk about the bullies for just a minute? Oh, yes. They are the insufferable in this film. And I know that they're supposed to be. Like, I get it. They they play their part very, very, very well. But they are so obnoxious the entire time. Yes. And like and like I said, I get it. They they do a really good job. They They did their job, basically. But especially the blonde one. He screams all of oh, his lines. Yeah, he, he. They're very loud vocal. Yes, 
crazy. Every single line he says, he's screaming. He's either screaming. I feel screaming. like I knew guys like that, though. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's realistic. He's either screaming his, like, actual lines, or he's just going, ah-ha-ha! <laughs> 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 like, the entire time. Like, it's so annoying. But I get it. It's supposed to be annoying. But the entire time, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I did tell Dalton, though. Um, okay, I have to look up their names now. Um... I did tell Dalton while we were watching this movie that these two actors who played these bullies, they are named in real life. Their names are Tobias Jelinek and Larry Bagby. Shout out them. Um, The two of them still go to conventions and um, meet and greets and all of this stuff together because they were so iconic in this film. And so they are still going to conventions and like signing autographs and meeting fans of this movie um, because they played such classic roles in this film. So I just thought it was really funny that they're still kind of like in this world, however many years later. Um, So I had one other note. Oh, I have a couple. Um, I think I said this last night when we were watching it or rewatching the fact that First of all, if we can just take a break and talk about the musical number in this movie. Put a spell on you? Ugh! I actually have a fun fact about that. Do you? Yeah. It's amazing. Again, probably one of my favorite scenes. It's a great scene. It's like, I've seen this movie a bunch, and it's not my favorite, so I don't like watching it a lot. Yeah. But that scene. It's so good. I can watch. Like, even if I don't. Watch the whole movie. If I just watch that scene, it's good. It's cause... it's very, very well done. It's very well done. But what I was saying was I did not realize as a kid that she was actually putting a spell on all of the adults yes. in town. Because all the adults, all the grownups in town are going to this Halloween party at Town Hall. That's why all the adults are basically <laughs> absent throughout this entire movie while the kids are running rampant. Um, so all the adults are there, all the parents and Winnie is literally putting a spell on them as she's singing. And the parents are just going along with it because they think it's just like a fun Halloween performance. And by the end of it, there's a spell on them so that they're dancing the entire night and they can't stop until dancing yeah. until the morning or whatever. Um, but when I was younger, I had no idea. I thought it was oh, just yeah, like a absolutely. fun musical number. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I did not ever make the connection that that was like that. No, no. I had no idea. But it makes sense now because looking back, I'm like, these are terrible parents. They are definitely neglecting yes. their children. They're just partying all night, whatever, whatever. But now I'm like, oh, no, they they actually put a spell on them. And then I feel really dumb for not ever realizing it. <laughs> so at the beginning of that segment, when she walks up on the stage and is like, hello, Salem, my name is Winifred. What's, What's your... yours? Yeah. Do you know where that's from? Yeah, it's from Gypsy. Okay. See, I didn't know that. <gasps> but that is, it was specifically put in as like because... She played Madame Rose uh-huh. in the TV or the uh, television version of Gypsy. Uh huh. Um, the same year that Hocus Pocus was. Oh, it came out in the, same, the year. same year. And so That's it was funny. It was kind of a homage to. That's funny. Her doing that as well. Yep. That's a, a classic line from the musical Gypsy. Um, that's cool. I didn't realize that it came out in the same year. That's pretty funny. Um, okay. Do you have any other fun facts? Because I have one other question for you, but I want some fun facts first if you have some more. Um, so here's a theory okay, uh, about the fact that Binks talks and it's weird that he's 
And I know you said something about it yesterday when we were watching it, and I said, it was like, oh, well, maybe it's like, it took him 300 years to learn how to talk as a cat. Oh, because I said, why didn't, because at the beginning, um, when Binks first turns into a cat, he's like meowing at his father's feet and his father like kicks him away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he knows how to talk. Why didn't he just tell his dad like, hey, dad, it's me. Yeah. And then that's when you said. Yes. Um, so although not specified, this theory states that Binks can't speak until the black flame candle has been lit. And then only with those involved with the lighting. And that explains why he wasn't able to talk to his father at the hanging tree at the beginning of the film or at town hall when Max tries to tell the crowd that the Sanderson sisters have returned and and Binks is in there. And he doesn't say anything. He would have held him up and the cat would have been like, he's telling the truth. Everybody would have been like, oh, crap. I'm talking cat. But that's the theory that only... Because the black flame candle was lit and only with the people involved in the lighting of it. See, that makes total sense. I completely support that theory. Because I, that I answers a, yeah, yeah, that answers a lot sense. of questions for sure. Interesting. Any others? Um, I, I don't... Yeah, I think that might have been my last uh, real good one. Okay. Um, so... Oh, there is a child dressed up as Miss Potts trick-or-treating. I did see that. I remember that. Yep. Um, this was not the first Disney movie to mention virgins. Do I know the other one? Can I you guess? You do not, because I had never heard of this movie, oh, nor okay. did I know that it was a Disney movie. All but right. The movie is called Dragon Slayer, and it came out in 1981. Interesting. That was the first movie, but I think this might have uh, the title for most mentions of it. Oh, yeah, most mentions of the word virgin. I mean, it's true. Literally, Danny told everyone in the world that her brother was a virgin throughout this entire movie. I thought that was so funny. Um, okay. Uh, do you know, just as a, a, a brief aside, because I'm a fan of um, music. Yeah. Do you know where the song I Put a Spell on You came from? Who wrote it? Wasn't it... Um... Wait. Didn't, like, Etta James or someone sing it? Uh, I don't know about that. Okay, sorry. The, the original was Screamin' Jay Hawkins. Okay. Uh, he was a singer back in the day. Um, you may have seen pictures of him. He uh, usually had a bone through his nose. Okay. Um, he is considered the, uh, like, godfather of shock rock. Shock um, rock. More closely attributed to, like, Alice Cooper. Okay, Or yeah. Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, or Marilyn Manson, those type of rockers that have, like, shock value. And Got it. And skulls and blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that on stage. Well, Screaming Jay Hawkins was, like... Like that, but in like the fifties, he would have oh. a, a, a mic stand that had a skull head on it or something like that, and he was always had like weird voodoo-y kind of things. Yeah, and so um, why many people consider Alice Cooper like the pioneer of the shock rock genre because he really was the first to like really do it heavy heavily. Yeah. Um, it actually like you could trace it back to really screaming Jay Hawkins, and that was his big. That was his big hit. Was I put a spell on you? Wow, 
I did not know that. I learned something new every day. A little uh, Magic Fandom sub-podcast about uh, shock rock. I love that. That's amazing. Um, okay, so before we go into trivia, because uh, as y'all know, I love this movie, so trivia goes hoard, okay? Yeah, and you've been working on it for a while. <laughs> I have, and and I don't mean to say that it's going to be difficult. There's just a lot. That's all. I don't think it's going to be that hard. Um, but before that... We do need to chat a little bit about the upcoming sequel because it has been confirmed. Yes. I don't know when exactly it's supposed to come out. I do know that they have started filming. So it is directed by Adam Shankman. And if you don't know Adam Shankman, Adam Shankman directed actually several um, movies and shows and stuff that you guys would be familiar with. He directed A Walk to Remember. He directed um, the Hairspray movie. Those were just like the two that popped into my brain. But he's he's uh, directed a lot. However, if you are a fan of So You Think You Can Dance, you also know him as a renowned choreographer. So Adam Shankman is a multifaceted uh, gentleman of Hollywood. And so he is directing the Hocus Pocus is sequel. Is he directing? I thought Anne Fletcher was directing it. The sequel? Yeah, I'm on IMDb right now, and they have, unless they've changed it, um, that Ann Fletcher. He has been posting on his social media about Oh, okay. Well, it. then they must have changed. Yeah. I wonder if this was one of those that, like, they started talking about it at the beginning of the pandemic, and mm, then it, and then it, it changed. got pushed, and yeah. so they've had to redo staff right. due to... Right, right, right. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I don't know the backstory of it. Because right now, the, this says it's coming out in 2022. Okay. Um, and that it's in production right now. And mm-hmm. the only cast members listed on this is Kathy Jimmy, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Beth Nowak. Well, Those that's what I was going to say, is that the three witches are back, are, are returning as their original characters, but I don't think we know anything about it after that. I don't the, know what the story is. The... Uh, Little bio on IMDb that it has. And again, there's not a whole lot of information. It says, three young women accidentally bring the Sanderson sisters to modern-day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child-hungry witches from wrecking havoc on the world. Okay. Basically the same premise. Right, just with three different kids, I guess. Um, So I want to know, like, because I know nothing really has come out about it, or if it does, we don't know anything about it. What... Do you, what do you want to see out of this sequel? Like, what would be cool? I don't know. Um, just a good family friendly Disney movie with no political points. Okay. So, something, something that kind of holds up to the original then. Yeah. 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 I I mean, It seems like th- at this point in time, they keep remaking old movies and mm-hmm. getting, um, uh, not necessarily political, but like making stances on things that just for the sake of just it, just for the sake of it. It's like, all right, man, why can't we just have a movie that's not about anything like I that? I get that. I get what you're saying. Um, I think it would. I think it would be interesting, again, to see how these three witches deal with this modern world yeah, in 2022. Yeah. To figure out, like, you know, iPhones and iPads and all of the technology that they've had the or that they haven't 
scene ever. Yeah. Um, I do. I would love because I love a good um, cameo. I would love a cameo from at least one of the original cast members, even if that like be cool. because they're still if IMDb says it's still set in modern day Salem. I mean, we could see a grown up Max walking down the street or Do you think Max stayed in Salem, though. Mm, I don't know. Maybe he, Do you think he, he ended up with Allison, Allison, because if if Max and Allison end up together, then they'll definitely stay because Allison would want to stay. Yeah, that's true. But if not, then Max is probably out. I there. think I think I would like to think that they ended up together. That's what I'd like to think, because Allison also became really good friends with Danny by the end. I would say there's more likelihood of Danny showing up than anybody else, I think. Maybe. Maybe she stayed. Maybe, Maybe she James stayed. James Marsden. That'd be funny if he just appeared that would be funny. in a physical cameo yeah. instead of a... Instead of a vo- voice. That would be very funny. Jason Marsden. Jason Marsden. James yeah. Marsden. James Marsden is... <laughs> um, He's Corny Collins. He's also yes. in The Notebook. And he's also in um, Enchanted. Yes, Enchanted was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jason Marsden. Just so everybody My knows, bad. he has no relation to James Marsden. I just looked it up. Okay. <laughs> I was very curious about it. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we cannot say enough good things about Hocus Pocus. Again, I will watch it year round. Um, but especially around Halloween, I watch it several times. So it's one of my faves. And um, I appreciate Dalton for coming on this journey with me. Um, yes. So are we ready for trivia? Yes. Very, very ready. Um, so here's what I have for you this week. I have eight normal trivia questions. Okay. Then we're going to go into our newest segment, which is... We have a new segment? Yeah. We started it last week. It's called Name That Character. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I recall. And then recall we've got now. three movie maps after that. And then we've got a little bonus section. Oh, a bonus section. Yes. Um, I told you, it kind of, it kind of goes in. Uh, it's hopefully not going to be too terribly difficult, though, if you paid attention. You know I didn't. <laughs> no, I think I think you did better than than some of our other ones. But well, let's see. Let's let's truly test it out. Question number one in the first section: Who originally gave Winifred Sanderson her spellbook? You don't see it in the movie, but they talk about it. They do talk about it. Who gave the spell? Was it Dracula? No. No. Was it Was it the devil? Yes. Good job. So at the beginning of this, um, when they go into the Sanderson house, and it's still like a museum because yeah. they turned they turned the sisters' house into a museum after they died, and it became like the Salem Witch, you know, museum. The Sanderson. House. Sanderson Museum, yeah. And so there's these little plaques um, next to every like artifact in their house that Allison was reading to Max and Danny when they first stepped foot in the house, and Allison was reading about the spell book, and it says that it was given to Winifred by the devil himself. And so as a bonus, allegedly, d- does it say, or do you remember um, what it is made out of? Because that's the next line that she's reading from. It was given to her human by the devil skin, himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is bound in human skin. It's always human skin. The Necronomicon from Evil Dead, human skin. Oh, really? Right? I mean, there's always a spell book from human skin. Oh, I, I did not know that. See, I need, to, I need to study up on my horror, I guess. Well, I mean... You're a horror fan now, so... I guess I like scary movies now, y'all. You heard it here first. <laughs> but, uh, we're going to chat more about that next week, I feel like. 
Um, okay. Question number two. What part of the body was an ingredient in the witch's potion? Dead man's toe. Dead man's toe. Or was it nose? It was a toe. It was toe. Dead man's no, toe in the doing, dead man's toe. I was doing the, the bit. Oh, the bit. Because he was like, oh, was it nose? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes, it is dead man's toe. Number three. What does Danny want her and Max to be next Halloween? She she bribes him at Allison's house because he wants her to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. You give up? Uh, yeah. I, I literally, I don't even know where to. Is it like a Disney character? Actually, yeah. Is it like Woody and Bo or something? No, because that hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> oh, gracious. 93. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's Wendy and Peter Pan. Wendy and Peter mm-hmm. Pan. Okay. She says, because um, so the whole thing is Max wants Danny to go to the Sanderson house with Allison because Max has a crush on Allison and wants to impress her. But Danny's very scared. And so she says, okay, I'll go with you if next Halloween we dress as Wendy and Peter Pan. And then she says, with tights or it's no deal. (laughs) And then he's like, okay, fine. Um, So yeah, Wendy and Peter Pan. All right. Number four. What is the official name of what Max uses to bring the witches back? The black flame candle? Yeah. Very good. The black flame candle. Good job. Ooh. Excuse me, just choking on my own spit. All right. Number five. What kind of candy does the quote devil offer the Sanderson sisters at his house? What kind of candy was it? It's a candy bar. It's a full size candy bar. Yes. Chocolate. It's chocolate, yeah. Is it like a Snickers bar or Mm -mm. Milky Way or. Mm It's not just a regular Hershey bar. Mm-mm. It's a something bar. Three Musketeers bar. No. Mars bar. Mm-mm. Oh, so close. Malo bar. No. Starts with a C. Oh, ah, how did you say I was close? Because Mars, Mars bar, bar sounds like this, kind of. Cars bar. It's a Clark bar. Clark bar. What's a Clark bar? It's like a candy. It's like a candy bar. Is it bar. a real thing? Yeah, uh-huh. A Clark bar? I've never heard of I a think, Clark bar. I think it's like an older candy bar. Like a Charleston I re- Chew? I remember having Clark bars when I was oh. younger, but I don't, I, don't, I don't think I've seen them in grocery stores in a while, although I haven't been looking. Um, but yeah, it's a Clark bar. And then I think Mary has a funny line afterwards when they're walking down the street from his house. She's like eating, and then she spits it out, and she's like, it's the chocolate-covered finger of a man named Clark. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so Clark Bar. All right, number six. What do each of the sisters ride when their brooms get stolen? Uh, Sarah rides a mop. Okay. Uh, Mary rides a vacuum cleaner. Yes. And Winifred... Doesn't she ride a broom still? Yeah, she it's still just has a, a broom. newer broom? Yeah, it's like a kitchen broom. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good job. That was a three-parter. All right. Number seven. What are two effective ways the kids protect themselves from the witches? Um, let's see. 
they trick him into thinking a sprinkler is fire rain. Okay, I'll give it to you. Um, they, oh, the ring of salt. Okay, good. Um, being in a graveyard. Good. That's more. That's than, three. Yeah, that's yeah three. That's it's more than you that I asked for. The two that I had are the being in a graveyard because that's hallowed ground and witches can't set foot on hallowed ground, um, and then the salt. What makes it hallowed? Who hallows it? That's a good question. I think it's just because it's a cemetery. Okay. And there are like, it's hallowed ground because there are like dead people in the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, number eight. Last question in this section. What does Banks whisper in Danny's ear before he leaves at the end of the movie? Some dumb. It's like, I'll always be in your heart. <laughs> something, something like that. It's not far off. It's very, very close. <laughs> Just the way you said it. Do you want to guess or is that it? Uh, I'll always be next to you or close Closer. to you. Close to you or... I'll always be with you. I'll always be with you. I, I feel like I deserve you that one. You get it, yeah. I mean, you got, I got that the one. gist of what it was. You got the idea. You definitely did. I'll always be with you. And then he disappears into the sunset with his sister. Um, just, just lied to that child's face. <laughs> I mean, she was sad. He was her cat. Um, but anyway. On, it's like 300 times her age. That's whatever. also true. That's also true. We digress. Next section. We are ready for name that character. I only have a few here. But this section, I pick random characters from the movie that are not necessarily lead characters and see if Dalton can remember their names. Here we go. Question number one. Thackeray's little sister. Emily. Emily! Emily! <laughs> good job. Thackeray Beans! <laughs> That's good. Thackeray! She says Thackeray three Beans. lines the entire movie and it's Thackeray Beans. That's true. You're right. Um, number two. Max and Danny's last name? Dennison? Yes. Good job. Good work. Max Dennison and Danny Dennison. Probably Danielle, if I had to guess. Okay, number three, the two bullies. Oh, one of them was named Ice. Yeah, that's his nickname because he shaved it into the back of his head. Yeah. This is Ice. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> um, I, I don't remember their names other than Ice. Jay is the blonde. Okay. And Ernie is Ernie. his real name. I'm Jay. This is Ernie. And then he like punches, punches him. He's like, I told you. <laughs> My name's not Ernie anymore. It's, it's ice. ice. This is ice. <laughs> so stupid. Turns around. Yeah. <laughs> so, so silly. Um, okay. Number four. Full name of the man raised from the dead. What's his last name? Because I know you know his first name. Bone crutch or something like that. It's like a two-word, compound word kind of last name. Kind of, yeah. His first name is? Billy. Okay. Billy. It is alliterative, if that helps. Can I get the first letter? Is it a B? Yeah, I said it was alliterative. 
Billy. Um. Uh, um, uh, yeah, a man, um, a man who cuts meat is a butcher, butcherson. Yeah, Billy, Billy butcherson. butcherson. Billy butcherson. Um, one of my favorite lines in the movie is "Hi, Billy." <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> it's just yeah. so cute. Because like Danny has been scared of this zombie. I mean, rightfully so for this entire movie. And um, finally, Matt, like he he turns out to be a nice one and wants to be on their side and max figures out that he's actually going to help them defeat these witches and so when danny gets scared max is like it's okay it's okay he's a good zombie and she like looks kind of nervous and then she goes over and stands next to him and looks up at him and just goes hi billy and it's just like so cute um okay uh okay here's a bonus for name that character do you remember the scene where um they're in town and they're trying to get help this is before they go into the Halloween party. Oh, the fake cop that's the not a cop? The fake cop that's not a cop. What's his name? What's his name? Oh, I have no idea. I know. That's why it's a bonus. That's why it's a bonus. I just wondered if you heard his no. name. Because the girl comes out of the liquor store and is like, what's so funny? Blank. Ani. It's so Eddie, actually. Eddie? Yeah. Okay. I knew there was gotta, it had to be because she had kind of like a Boston accent. Yeah. Like, What's so funny? Something E. Yeah. There's an E something in the end. Okay. You got I, pretty I, I close. Far off. Okay. You got pretty close. What's so funny, Eddie? Um, he's like, they thought I was a real cop. The whole scene, the, the, everybody thinks that he's a real cop until the end when we find out that it's actually just a Halloween costume. Um, and he's not going to help them. <laughs> um, but good. Good job. All right. Last. Actually, no, not the last section. Second to last section is movie math. Movie math. We only have three this week for movie math. Number one, number of times we see the sisters attemptedly murdered. So not necessarily every time they die. Attemptedly. Yeah, attemptedly is my new word. Attemptedly, okay. Mm -hmm. So Um, the sisters are... are Not actually murdered, but attempted? Yes. Because they don't actually die any of the times until the very end. So there was the hanging at the beginning. Correct. That's one. Yep. There was the in the kiln at school. Correct. And then the end when they die because they're coming back from a movie. So technically they're. Mm-hmm. So that's three. Mm-hmm. Good. Plus the number of years it's been since they had been away. 300 years. Mm-hmm. So three times three or three plus, plus three. 303. 303. Good okay. job. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Number two. Number of Sanderson siblings. Plus the number of Denison siblings. Plus... The number of Binks siblings. All right. Hmm. Pardon the yawn. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. That chili. It's is... the chili. <laughs> All right. So there was three Sanderson sisters. Mm-hmm. There was two Denison kids. And there were two Binks mm-hmm. children. Yep. Uh, three, two, and two is seven. Good job. Number three. Last one of movie math. Number of Binks deaths. Ooh. Okay. T- 
time. Okay, good. Times Danny's age. Seven? Is she seven? Eight. I'll say eight. You're correct. Okay. So two times eight. Two times eight is 16. Good job. You nailed the movie Uh, math. You nailed it. Okay. Final and bonus section. Bonus section. Okay. So I feel like I've done okay up to this point. You have. You have. So let's see if I can end on a good note with some I think you can. The bonus is going to be finish the lyrics. Here we go. Come, little children, I'll I'll take take thee away into a land of enchantment. Good. Come, little children, the time's come to play. Good. Here in my garden of of magic. Good job! You nailed it. You nailed it. Good work. Nice. Um, fun fact: this song is actually a real song. I did not know that it was. I thought it was just for the movie, but it's actually a song, um, from before. And instead of Garden of Magic, it's actually Garden of Shadows in the recorded version. And they changed it for the movie to be Garden of Magic. Um. I read that it was specifically wrote for the movie. Oh, really? Yes. So I'm wrong? I don't know. I could be wrong. I read that there was a lot of people that attributed it to Edgar Allan Poe, but that's not the case because it's not the kind of uh, meter and rhyme that he used. Oh. um, And that it was written exclusively for the movie. Oh, so maybe so, I have some false information. Um, I could have some false information. <laughs> we'll, we'll never let know. You decide. Yeah, you decide at home. Um, well, yay! I know that we kind of just did a basic overview of the movie in general, um, but we could sit here and talk forever about Hocus Pocus. It is so good. I mean, you if could, you, I could. <laughs> you probably could. Um, if you haven't seen Hocus Pocus, or if you just want to see it again for the hundredth time, you can find it on Disney Plus. Um, or if you are a cable subscriber, it's probably on Freeform right now. If you turn your TV on, it's probably on. Um, and if you're a pirate, uh, there's lots of torn in places. Don't can... encourage that, no, though. I, I guess Maybe I don't guess encourage that. Don't illegally download movies. <laughs> we don't, we don't uh, accept pirates here unless they are Jack Sparrow. Alas, anyway. <laughs> Um, but thank you all so much for coming on this journey with us. We have one more Halloween episode for y'all. And it's a big one. It's a big one. It's a big one. This this has the potential to be our longest podcast yet. That's we true. Are, we're talking about, I think, what's going to end up being seven movies. Which is crazy to fit into one episode. It may be. We might do a, a two-parter. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how much information we gather because I don't necessarily want to spend a lot of time on each. I maybe just do want a general overview of it. Um, But I know that we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're talking about the Halloween movies and more specifically the Laurie Strode track track because we did. Maybe I can put this graphic on the Instagram as well. We did come across a graphic that shows 
which Halloween movies are connected to which because there are some movies that are completely separate plot like wise. The uh, Rob Zombie remakes. Mm-hmm. It's completely different, but there are like the third Halloween movie, Season of the Witch, doesn't even have Michael uh, Myers. Michael Myers in it. Right, right. Um, so we're just going to try to talk about on the ones that have Laurie Strode in it. Yes, Jamie um, Lee Curtis, the of queen. Which there are seven, and if I'm not mistaken, there might even be one or two of those that technically aren't the same timeline as. The ones that are now coming out now, the the Halloween that came out in 2018, the one that has just came out in the Halloween Kills, mm-hmm. and then uh, the one that should be coming out next year called Hollywood End, Hollywood, Halloween <laughs> Ends. Okay, yes. Um, I think there might be one or two uh, with Laurie Strode in it that aren't a part of that series. So gotcha, okay. It's very compu- confusing. It we is. We will discuss the convoluted timeline that is the Halloween franchise. Yes. Um next week. Yeah, I'm episode. super excited about it. And like I said y'all, there there might be a part of me that like actually loves scary movies and I did not even know this about myself until I married a scary movie fan. Look, I every horror movie that I have shown Alyssa in the nearly 5 years we've been together um, and it, I promise you it has not been very many. No, it really um, hasn't. <laughs> But the first couple I showed her, I tried to show her like real easy ones that necessarily or that didn't necessarily end badly or scarily or something like that. Kind of had good endings. And uh, then we just kind of jumped way ahead of the game with Texas Chainsaw. And she did. She uh, you said it was scary. But you oh, also said it was good. I, I did enjoy it more than I thought I would. It's definitely still scary. So I'm excited. This just means that we have so many more different horror franchise and movies that we can start to explore. Now. Hooray! Oh my gosh. I still can't believe that I have agreed to this many. But I, I mean, like I said, we'll talk more about it next week. But the Halloween movies, I mean... I really like them so They're far. Good. I've only seen a couple. Yeah, but we've only watched the first two so far. Yeah, so by next week, we will have seen all of the, Well, not all of them, but all of the Jamie Lee Curtis yes. <laughs> movies. So we're super excited to chat about that next week. Uh, come on back for that. Don't forget to send your emails to magicfandompod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know any suggestions that you might have. Uh any positive comments or negative comments? And we, no, we, positive only. <laughs> no, just kidding. We, we enjoy constructive criticism. Constructive yes. criticism. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, be sure to check out our Instagram. Yes. Um, if you haven't already, follow us over there at the Magic Fandom Podcast. Um, we always do some extra games and extra behind-the-scenes photos and facts and stuff on there. Um, so please do that. And again, don't forget to like and subscribe and leave us a rating and a review tell your friends spread the word because we're having a lot of fun over here and we're excited about our final halloween episode next week so come on back for that otherwise i think that's it have a great rest of your week bye bye now y'all bye